0: Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android.
1: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: Tonight, the Democrats rest their case, saying former President Trump not only incited the riot, but did nothing to stop it, arguing he felt no remorse. After two days of stunning testimony, the impeachment managers used the words of rioters to prove their case that his supporters stormed the Capitol on the orders of Donald Trump. He'll be happy. What do
2: you mean?
1: We're fighting for Trump.
0: And Democrats try to convince Senate Republicans that acquitting the former president sets a dangerous standard. If we let it go unanswered, who's to say it won't happen again? The president's promise as cities run out of doses...
4: It is a little bit of Hunger Games out there.
0: President Biden cuts a deal for 200 million more shots, increasing the U.S. supply by 50%. Tonight, when Dr. Anthony Fauci says vaccines will be available to everyone, and the state that's letting some young residents cut the line. Plus, President Biden finally speaks with the Chinese leader. The details tonight from the two hour phone call. Deadly pileup. A truck loses control. At least 100 cars crash on an icy interstate. Firefighters go car to car to rescue drivers. Bone chilling forecast. 31 states now under weather alerts. And what's a seven letter word for young genius? Meet a prodigy of crossword puzzles.
2: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell. Reporting from the nation's capital.
0: Good evening and thank you for joining us. We're going to begin with breaking news from the U.S. Capitol, where tonight House impeachment managers wrapped up their case against former President Trump with a warning saying if senators don't convict Mr. Trump and ban him from holding public office, he could incite violence again. During a day of high drama, Democrats used the words of the rioters themselves as evidence they attacked the Capitol because they believed that's what Mr. Trump told them to do. And in a stunning twist, House managers even pointed to a conversation the former president had with Republican Senator Tommy Tuberville while the attack was happening, saying it showed Mr. Trump knew Vice President Mike Pence was in danger, but still kept insulting him. That House manager said proved Mr. Trump felt no remorse for his actions. Well, tomorrow, the former president's lawyers will lay out their defense. Sources tell CBS News they'll argue the trial is unconstitutional and point to House managers who objected to the results of previous elections. And there's also some breaking news from the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue. Tonight, President Biden says his administration has signed deals to secure another 200 million doses of two coronavirus vaccines. The White House saying they've now secured enough shots for 300 million Americans to be vaccinated by the end of July. We have a lot of major headlines tonight. Our team is standing by to cover them all. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is going to lead off our coverage tonight from the Capitol. Good evening, Chris.
5: Nora, House Democrats say without a conviction, former President Trump or another future presidential candidate could essentially try to do the same thing and attack the Capitol. This, as we are learning tonight, members of the Oath Keeper Militia Group had trained in urban warfare and had a plot to use boats to bring heavy weapons across the Potomac and attack the Capitol. Relying again on jarring video reminders of the violence on January 6th, House Democrats sought to break down a key Republican talking point. Former you know President Trump couldn't have known the crowd gathered to hear him Hundreds speak would violently of of storm the Capitol.
3: January
4: 6th was a culmination of the president's actions, not an aberration from them.
5: Calling the April siege of the Michigan Capitol a trial run, impeachment managers used the former president's tweets... And words.
2: We gotta get her going. I don't think she likes me too much.
5: To show he encouraged supporters to act while never condemning the foiled kidnapping plot against Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Instead, arguing Mr. Trump stepped up his attacks.
4: He had just seen how easily
5: his words and actions inspired violence in Michigan. They warned the danger has not passed. House Democrats blamed the former president for emboldening white supremacists and stoking rhetoric threatening future violence against politicians.
2: The only good Democrat is a dead Democrat.
5: Even welcoming Cowboys for Trump founder Coy Griffin to the White House. He was later arrested in relation to the Capitol attack.
2: Because there's going to be blood running out of that
5: building. We learned during the siege the former president called Senator Tommy Tuberville. The freshman Republican says he told Mr. Trump he had to go because Vice President Mike Pence had just been evacuated off the Senate floor, as seen in this video. Just minutes later, Mr. Trump took aim at his own vice president on Twitter, even as a mob was hunting him inside the
3: Capitol. President Trump was not showing remorse. He was showing defiance. He was telling us that he would do this again. I'm afraid he's going to run again and lose. Because he can do this again. Just today, five people associated
5: with the Proud Boys were charged with conspiracy. Charging documents allege the group moved closely to each other inside the Capitol on January 6th, wearing pieces of fluorescent orange tape on their clothing and wearing tactical style gear. One had a wooden club or axe handle that was initially disguised as a flag. Mr. Trump's lawyers are expected to argue the impeachment trial is unconstitutional, that the former president was denied due process and his actions were protected by the First Amendment. House Democrats moved to undercut their case. He was the president of the United States. And he had spent months,
6: months, using the unique power
2: of that office, of his bully pulpit, to spread that big lie.
5: Impeachment managers closed out their case focused on the harm the Capitol attack has caused, including the psychological effect on those working at the Capitol.
2: I heard shots fired, shots fired, shots fired, show me your hands, show me your hands. Then I did not know if they were right outside. These people matter.
5: These people who risk their lives for us. The former president's defense team expects to only need tomorrow to argue its case. And while most Senate Republicans appear likely to vote to acquit, Louisiana's Bill Cassidy says he's got some real questions he needs answered by the defense, including why didn't the former president call off the rioters faster?
0: Nora, Chris Van Cleve, thank you. Want to bring in now CBS's Nancy Cordes and Nancy. Those impeachment managers branded the former president as a clear and present danger to American democracy. I guess the question is, did they make their case and were they able to convince 17 Republican senators?
7: Nora, I think it was enough to convince some of them, but based on what we're hearing from Republicans after this trial broke up for the day, 17 is going to be pretty difficult. Marco Rubio of Florida said impeachment is inappropriate because President Trump is a private citizen now. Roy Blunt of Missouri said that his view is unchanged. John Cornyn of Texas told reporters, I have concerns about impeaching a former office holder. These are the kinds of Republicans who would need to be on board in order to get a two thirds vote to convict. That's a vote that would be highly unpopular with their base. And at this point, at least, it appears they're leaning against it, Nora.
0: And looking ahead to tomorrow, the president's legal team making their case to acquit the former president.
7: What can we expect from them? They're going to argue that the president did explicitly, at one point, tell that crowd on January 6th to be peaceful. They say that's being overlooked. They're also going to argue that the other words he used, like fight, have been used by plenty of Democratic luminaries in the past, including the current vice president. So they'll play video of that. They're going to argue that this process has been rushed and unfair to Mr. Trump, while at the same time, they're going to argue it's too late to impeach him because he's now out of office.
0: Nancy Cordes, thank you. And tonight, President Biden took a swipe at his predecessor, saying he did not do his job in getting Americans vaccinated against COVID. But the president vowed to make up for it with a big purchase. We get more now from CBS's Weijia Zhang at the White House.
6: Today, while touring the very labs where the Moderna vaccine was developed at the National Institutes of Health, President Biden stressed the need to boost vaccine supply.
1: It's really turned out to be a gigantic logistical issue for us.
6: He announced the U.S. just signed contracts for 100 million more doses each of the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines.
1: We're also able to move up the delivery dates with an additional
0: 200 million vaccines to the end of July, faster than we expected.
6: The order will increase the amount of doses in the U.S. by 50% to a total of 600 million, enough for 300 million people. The president has vowed that his team would administer 100 million doses during his first 100 days in office, but many states have failed to meet the growing demand.
1: My predecessor, be very blunt about it, did not do
0: his job.
6: President Biden also talked about COVID-19 on Wednesday night during a two-hour-long phone call with the president of China, Xi Jinping, their first conversation since inauguration. Last week, Mr. Biden told Nora the call would be robust.
0: There's a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about,
1: a whole lot to talk about. I've said to him all along that uh, we need not have a... uh, 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 conflict, but there's going to be an extreme competition.
6: Today, President Biden said he has watched some coverage of his predecessor's second impeachment trial and that he thought it may change some senators' minds about whether to convict Mr. Trump. The president himself has not said whether he thinks they should or not. Nora.
0: Weijia thank you. The increase in vaccine supply comes as a leading U.S. doctor tells CBS News tonight the more contagious U.K. variant of COVID is now likely in all 50 states, adding urgency to the race to vaccinate Americans. So far, more than 34 million have had at least one shot, and more than 11 million have had two doses. We get more now from CBS's Carter Evans.
1: As vaccine demand continues to far outpace supply, tonight... A stunning prediction. By the time we get to April, that will be what I would call open season, namely virtually everybody and anybody in any category could start to get vaccinated. But vaccination sites still need doses. It's a big problem in Maryland. We need more damn vaccines. It's the same in Los Angeles.
4: It is a little bit of Hunger Games out there. This week, we only received 16,000 new doses. That is down 90,000 from the week before. That is unacceptable.
1: The shortage is forcing several L.A. vaccine sites to close for two days starting tomorrow. A site at the iconic Crenshaw Christian Center already ran out. The surrounding area includes some of L.A.'s hardest hit communities.
7: It's like, oh man, I just decided that I would get the vaccine, but but they're out, so you know. And this is a group
1: that's hesitant anyway. Absolutely. In Alabama, which ranks last in the U.S. in per capita vaccinations, all appointments with local health departments are now booked through April. 70-year-old Irene Kozad beat colon cancer and says she's desperate for the vaccine.
0: Disheartening. It's almost like where I thought there was hope and light at the end of the tunnel. Now I'm getting depressed about it.
1: Starting today, some relief as the federal government starts shipping vaccine doses directly to pharmacies. Just how far some are going to skip the line is evident in this Craigslist ad offering 100 bucks to drive 75-year-olds to get their vaccine. You see, in Massachusetts, the drivers also get a shot. Back at Crenshaw Christian Center, the battle is now personal. 89-year-old founder Frederick Casey Price, Angie's father, is now fighting COVID.
3: I just called this morning to get his report, and it wasn't a good report. It's been horrible. I don't wish this on anyone.
1: This mass vaccination site at Dodger Stadium is capable of administering up to 12,000 shots a day. But tomorrow, the parking lot here will be empty because at this location, there's no vaccine left. Nora.
0: Carter Evans, thank you. Tonight, warnings of dangerous winter weather are posted from Washington state to Washington, D.C. An ice storm is blamed for multiple pileups today, including one involving at least 100 vehicles in Fort Worth, Texas. At least six people are dead. CBS's Omar Villafranca is at the scene.
2: Hey, what's up? These trucks lost control. Oh, after overnight sleet turned the highway into a sheet of ice, the crash sent vehicles and debris flying through the air. By daylight, the highway was a mangled mess of crumpled cars stretching over a mile.
1: We are going vehicle by vehicle to make sure uh, that anybody that is still trapped in any vehicles has been extricated if possible.
2: Emergency workers worried victims would develop hypothermia. The pileup happened in a matter of seconds, but it is taking hours to clean up the accident. You can see there's 18-wheelers wedged in with SUVs that are smashed together. They're having to pry them apart. They're also bringing in tow trucks with cranes to try to clean up the mess. The same winter storm that slammed Texas also wreaked havoc in Arkansas. It was so icy that when I went to stop, I slid all the way down. This big rig wreck in Little Rock blocked the entire highway. And a plane slipped off an icy runway in Pittsburgh. No injuries were reported. The accident happened on this toll road behind me. And the toll road operator tells me they started pre-treating the road on Tuesday. Police arriving to the accident said they noticed some of the people in the cars were wearing medical scrubs. Nora, turns out there were frontline health care workers just getting off their shift.
0: Oh, my goodness. Omar via Franca thank you bitter. Arctic air is also now invading much of the northern U.S., and it is pushing south. Let's get the forecast now from CBS's Lonnie Quinn. Good evening, Lonnie.
4: Well, good evening, Nora. All those pictures, the horrible pictures that Omar just showed us, look, you can't drive on ice. It doesn't take a lot of ice to cause the problems. Texas has only recorded less than a tenth of an inch. I mean, there's only 74,000 people without power. So it's not taking down trees. It's not taking down power lines. But the roads are a skating rink. And there's more of that tonight around Austin, but also into Virginia. You're just starting to see the pink, which shows you the icing, pushing into the western portion of the state. That's going to move right across I-81. So Virginia's going to have a tough go of it as well. But tomorrow, we'll find ice again around the Texas area. But the big story is going to be a huge storm that pushes in around Seattle and Portland. Portland picks up a foot of snow. Seattle could be seeing six inches, and possibly if it gets up as high as nine inches, it would be a top five storm for Seattle. And then that storm dives south into Oklahoma and into Texas. I mean, Oklahoma could see a foot of snow in that area as well. And icing again would be a problem in that area. Uh, Not normal stuff for Houston to see icing on their roadways. And that's a possibility as you get into your weekend. Guys, that is the latest. Nora, let's go back to you.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Lonnie. And tonight, CBS News has confirmed that former Minneapolis officer Derek Chauvin was prepared to plead guilty to third-degree murder just days after the death of George Floyd. Chauvin was hoping to be sentenced to federal prison, but the deal was blocked by then-Attorney General William Barr, who felt it was too early in the investigation. Chauvin now goes on trial next month for murder and manslaughter. Today, the man accused in a deadly shooting at a Minnesota health clinic was charged with murder. 67-year-old Gregory Ulrich also allegedly set off explosive devices during Tuesday's attack. A medical assistant was killed. Four others were wounded. Police say Ulrich had a history of threatening the clinic over the care he received. And Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Sussex, won her lawsuit today against a British newspaper. Mail on Sunday published a letter that she had written to her estranged father after he skipped her wedding to Prince Harry in 2018. A judge ruled the newspaper violated her privacy. Time for a clue. 14 letters, the youngest female crossword puzzle creator from The New York Times. Well, she just made her debut for Black History Month. CBS's Vladimir Dutier reveals the answer.
4: Soleil Cyr has been solving crossword puzzles for years, but it took a pandemic for her to learn how to make them. How did you feel when you saw
2: your name next to Will Shorts? That was probably the coolest part, honestly.
4: I was shocked. It was kind of surreal. The Rookie is part of a growing number of young Black influencers who are changing the lexicon of the world's most renowned crossword puzzle. With a younger, more hip vibe and a nod to pop culture and current events.
6: To be able to make myself and Black history a part of American culture is something that I find very important.
4: Soleil plans to keep making puzzles as she studies science in college, and we predict she'll be an A-plus student. Vladimir Dutit, CBS News, New York.
0: That is pretty awesome. Tomorrow, we're on the road with a couple separated by the pandemic, how they're celebrating Valentine's Day. And if you can't watch us live, set your DVR so you can watch us later. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night.
4: If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at paramountshop.com.
6: Here's a question always on the go. Yeah, you are. Now you can take CBS Mornings with you, and we want to go. Wake up to your daily dose of news and interviews with today's leading figures in politics, business, and entertainment in the CBS Mornings On The Go podcast, available every weekday wherever you get your podcast.